everybody, and welcome to the world's favorite youth baseball podcast, Clearing the Bases, featuring Coach Jimmy Filangieri. I'm David Friedman, and I want to thank you for coming along this ride with us. And what a ride it's been. So this is a very special episode. Let's go ahead and tell them why it's so special, Coach. Well, today happens to be our one-year anniversary. <laughs> Was that supposed to be fireworks? <laughs> we are celebrating. We got a whole rave going on here. So, yeah, one-year anniversary, March 23rd, 2021. Um, by most accounts, not a great year in the world, but for us, at least for our small little snapshot of of what we do here, um, it was a monumental year and uh, very, very happy to have been able to spend the last 12 months doing these shows with you. Yeah, Dave, it's been fantastic. Who would have thought, you know, one year ago today that when we first started this and did our first show that it would have turned into what it did Basically, right. I mean, although we had been friends for a while, kind of a chance meeting and one thing led to another. And here we are. Yeah. So we'll get into a little bit. And this is this is not going to be our usual show. This is going to be a, a quick hit. But we just wanted to put something out there for you guys uh, on this uh, auspicious occasion. So basically, um, I had been a guest on a comedian's podcast. Uh, Ian Bag builds a house. I think he doesn't do that anymore. He has a couple other ones that he does, but I happened. I was just a, a guest on his podcast, and, and I had put something on Facebook, and you had listened to that. And then you were a guest on a gentleman who was running a, a, another youth baseball podcast that I don't think is around anymore. Right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. And um, and you had put something out, and I'd listened to that, and it's something I, I've. I always have ideas of things I, I want to do to get out there. And, and it's kind of just an extension of, of what I do. I, I do. I talk about this on the show a little bit, but I, I do uh, presentations. I do webinars. I do training uh, at, at work in, in addition to coaching, which obviously is all training and speaking in front of groups. Uh, so it's kind of a natural extension of that. And everybody and their brother has a podcast nowadays anyway. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, one fateful night, we happened to run into each other. It, it had to be three, four years since we had seen each other. Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. It was quite a while. And uh, yeah. So we had. Uh, so what happened? We had a common friend of ours. Uh, his father had passed away and we both went to the services that happened to be there at the same time, basically. And, you know, you mentioned that you were you were trying to get this up and running on your own, right? Yeah. At that point, I was playing around with it. I had a parent of one of my players. His name is Bill Clark. And him and I had a conversation and he was saying to me, hey, you should do your, you know, do a podcast. So I looked at, I said, Bill, come on, who's going to want to listen to me talk about baseball? I said, it's, it's something that uh, I don't think I could do. And he said, oh, I said, you could do it. You'd be great. Da, 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 da. And he really got me going in the right direction. So I was playing around with it. And then when we ran into each other again, I didn't think anything of it. You would, you know, we had talked about it. You said you were thinking of doing something. And, and then you called me what a few days later. 
Yeah, I think it, it might have been the, the next day because it's one of those things I have learned at this point in my life. I'm very realistic about who and what I am. And I know, like I said, I, I have a lot of ideas of things that I want to do that don't get done. So what I do know is if I don't just do it, it's not going to happen. And it's it's kind of like when you uh, you run into somebody like like we did, like, oh, hey, it's nice to see you. We should get together for, you know, grab a burger sometime. Yeah, yeah, sure. We should. It never <laughs> happens. Right. Right. It, it just right. it never happens. And I was just like, you know, even like driving home from there, I was talk, talking to my wife and, uh, you know, just telling her about a little bit more of our conversation. And um, she's like, oh, you definitely should. You should definitely do that. And I just made up my mind. And I think it was the next day. I just I reached out to you. It may have taken a day or two for us to hook up, you know, leaving messages back and forth or whatnot. But like I said, it's the type of thing that if if you don't just do it, it's just not it's just not going to happen. And um, I was like, you know what? This is something you were already working on it. You had already kind of laid the foundation. And I think it's the type of thing, you know, you could sit here and monologue by yourself for an hour, you're probably never going to like it. It could be, it could be great. And you're probably not going to like it because it's just yourself. All right? right. So that's where I got the idea where we would maybe do it as a kind of like as an announcer and just kind of, I could just throw topics to you, whatever. Um, and as much as we were friendly, it wasn't like we had ever really hung out together or anything right. like that. So it wasn't, wasn't like we, we didn't have any kind of rapport when it came to this type of thing. And it just, it did come fairly quickly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think obviously what helped was our friendship was really based in baseball. I mean, yeah, you know, the boys had played uh, football together and that's, that's where we had met, but right. the majority of the time was baseball. So I think that it was kind of a good fit that that it went in, in the direction it went into it. It seemed to fit. Well, yeah, I mean, we knew the, the general idea that our philosophies were going to be pretty similar, uh, not exact, but pretty similar where it wasn't like we were going to if you came up with a topic, the chances are I wasn't going to hate it and vice versa. So it was uh, no, I, I think it wasn't as much as. We can go back and listen to some of the early shows, and we certainly have gotten more refined since then. But really, I think it did work well right from the get-go, and and that is that's unique. I, I do listen to a decent number of podcasts. Um, I have on the days I go into the office, I do have about an hour commute each way, so I do have a couple of hours to kill, and I spend most of it listening to podcasts, if not talking on the phone. And you know, that's to get chemistry with a team. And especially it's not like we're, you know, we're not out in Hollywood doing auditions or anything like right. that. It's just, uh, <laughs> right. you know, two schmoes from Hopewell Junction, New York, just uh, <laughs> trying to put together something that's informative and hopefully entertaining. And, um, you know, like I said, something that, that feel like it's, it is just two friends talking, but we have a point behind what we're doing and, uh, you know, it does seem to come across pretty well. Yeah, and I, I think that, like you just said, that that uh, it has a point that we're trying to get across. So I, so I, I, I do think that the reason why everything kind of gelled together so well is because we both have the same belief that youth baseball should be well, it should be all about the kids. It should be about developing the kids, the kids having fun, and not really what it seems to have become 
where, you know, you have all of these parent issues and coach issues and there's just so many things out there that I, I knew going into this that you and I were kind of on the same page regarding those subjects. Yeah. And, and you're looking at the, the number of facilities in our area that have kind of come and go. And some of, some of them were really, really successful if you're judging success by the number of trophies that they got. You know the, right. uh, the 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 league the league championships and the tournament championships in Cooperstown and things like that. You know some of these places were really really successful, and right. yet they didn't last. So mm-hmm. if you're producing really really successful teams and a handful of really successful players, why isn't your facility able to last? Right. Well, because the core is rotten, and right. When the core is rotten, that's where everything starts to fall apart. Yeah, you can put a bunch of trophy, put a bunch of trophies on the uh, the front windowsill to attract people to come into the facility, but if the you know if the meat and potatoes aren't there of really developing all the all the players, all of the players, and not just the superstars, sure, then you know your your foundation is built on paper, right, and. And really, Dave, what it what it comes down to, and I know you're going to laugh when I say this, but people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. <laughs> and that's what it comes down to. It really, really does. And that's why I love that line so much, because, you know, like you said, you know, you put all of these trophies in the windows and yes, you're being successful, but do you really care about the average player? No. Most of these places don't. What they want to do is they want to bring in these high caliber players. And that's where their focus is, where I think that if your focus was consistent throughout all of your players and develop developing them, that these places might be more successful. Right. Right. And they, they might not be able to win the championship on the, you know, the big tournaments, your diamond nations and your baseball heavens and things like that, because maybe they don't have the best of the best of the, you know, the, the pitching or, or whatnot, but you could always put a competitive team out there and a team that knows that they they're going to play hard. They're going to have fun. And they're as a team, they're going to move along the ranks. You know, that's, I think what keeps people coming back year after year. If, if we got one kid that goes 10 and O as a pitcher, but you know, half of the team is still struggling to hit 200 it's not going to, you know, it's not going to do anything for the bulk of the team. And if you're losing five, six kids a season and turnover, I think that's a terrible, that's a terrible sign. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I also, I also think that, you know, you and I both believe that, you know, we want to try and, and get the message out there or it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, get the message out there, but we want to try and help to create a better environment in the sports world, you know, everything has gotten so haywire that I think that a lot of people have lost focus. And I think that, and I'm sure you'll agree with me that we're trying to just put stuff out that I don't maybe get start to get people's focus back into the right place. Well, yeah. And that goes along lines with some of the guests that we've had on. And and I don't, I don't want to leave anybody out. I think everybody that we've had on has had some very important things to say, some very valuable things to say. 
But you think about the forums that we give into people like like Matt Cole, who runs the Facebook group, and you know, we refer to it all the time. You know, trying to give people that are interested in getting their programs up and running as well, as opposed to just their kid, uh, giving them a forum to throw some ideas out to us for different topics and some back and forth and, and throwing some questions out to us that you and I can kind of debate on. And as much as for the most part, we're on the same page, there are times where, you know, you're just wrong and we do go in different directions, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, oftentimes we are on the same page with that stuff. Um, but it, it's, I don't want to over overstate what we do here, but it becomes a little bit of the voice of the voiceless. So the people that they don't have any other place to look for this type of information. Right. Yeah. And I think that Matt Cole was probably a good example. He's a coaching coordinator for, for a little league and, and coaches, you know, young players and, you know, a lot of stuff that Matt talked about was good stuff that I wish more people would see it that way. Let's face it. I listen to a lot of podcasts and most of the podcasts I listen to are very well-known um, college level coaches talking about their experiences and what they believe in. Yeah, sure. They're, you know, but they're coaching athletes that are, are a very small number out there that, that they're working with. And yes, they're the best at what they do, but you know, the people that are working with the younger guys, when you hear guys, you know, like Matt and even like Pete Lyons, who was the uh, president of the, the fish, fish little league, yeah, fish little league, you know, here's guys that are, that are, that are at that grassroots level and they're trying to make a difference. So maybe, you know, other people that are at that level will hear stuff. Like you said, they have a little of this or a little of that, that might help somebody somewhere else. And I don't know, maybe it'll turn this whole thing around eventually. Yeah, we can all hope. Cause all I know is we've done 21 shows in the last year We've had thousands and thousands of downloads. We've got way more downloads than you or I could have ever have hoped to have had in this time. We're just singing some of our own praises, patting ourselves in the back here. We're the <laughs> number one, number one youth baseball podcast on player.fm, which is kind of the holy grail for podcasts. And you know, you look at our best, our, our most downloaded show was what's wrong with town baseball. Yeah. Basically, you know, what's wrong with your local baseball leagues, whether it be Little League, Cal Ripken or Pony League, whatever. Um, why were so many people interested in that? Because it's it's an issue. Sure. You know, now are the things that we've talked about and the, and the things that we've we've been able to discuss over the last year, were we able to make a difference? I don't know. I'd like to think so. Uh, with the number of people that have listened to the show and the positive feedback that we've gotten, and they continue to listen to other shows, uh, you know, the the last couple of shows we put out, we're getting more downloads than we've gotten on previous shows in the first week, first 30 days. So we know our audience is growing. So it seems like it, we've got to be making some kind of a difference out there to people. Yeah. And uh, just means that we just have to keep working hard. Or should I say working yeah. harder because now we have to make sure that we keep it going. So, and I, you know, everybody out there, we have some guests coming up very shortly that we'll be releasing that these people are in tune with youth baseball and youth sports. And, and these are things that, that 
we think are important that people should hear. And that's what we're trying to give everyone. Yeah. So we just, you know, we wanted to put together something today on our anniversary, just a, a, you know, quick shot, kind of a little background to how we got together. A quick thank you to everybody. Again, we're talking about thousands and thousands of downloads. Uh, it really is amazing. Two schmucks like us from, you know, living in a, in a tiny little town in New York. You know, it's it's kind of humbling. And we you can't tell you how much it means to us that you guys do the downloads, share it, share it with your team, share it with your friends and your friends' kids, and, you know, continue to help us grow. You reach out to us. You guys know the contact information. We're at the CTB show on Twitter. Catch us on Clearing the Bases on Facebook or either one of us on our personal pages. You've got our email address, clearingthebases at gmail.com. And um, we do have some some great guests lined up. We are looking for some more because we've set the bar really high now and we got to keep it going, <laughs> like Jimmy said. You know, just please keep trying to do the right things. The more people that get involved at the lower levels help this sport that we love get back on its feet, so to speak, and start growing again. Uh, you can go out to savethegameus.com. Uh, that's uh, Kevin Gallagher's website and works uh, very closely with our other friend of the show, Jeff Fry, who we just had on a couple weeks ago. Uh, there's a petition out there. They're putting together uh, proposals for uh, Little League Baseball and MLB to get this game back to where it needs to be, where it is fun and it's interesting and people want to follow along and uh, and stay involved with it. So savethegameus.com. Uh, otherwise I can't adequately for somebody who never shuts up talking, I'm having a hard time finding the right words to tell you guys how appreciative we are. You know, it's, it's fantastic. So keep in mind, the only two things in life that we can control our effort and our attitude, hundred percent effort at all times and a positive mental attitude, PMA, great things will follow final words, coach. Yeah, I also I just want to thank everyone and, and and saying thank you is really not enough. But for lack of stronger words, I just want to say thank you to everyone. And I'm going to speak for you, Dave, on this when I tell everybody that I can promise you, Dave and I will keep working hard to bring you very good content so that maybe we all together can make a difference. And that falls right in line with what I always say. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.